and welcome to the first ever episode of the Mega Squad Pod, hosted by it's me. technically the third now. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you can't even let me get through an intro, can you? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to let you live it down, that's why. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, of course, as you can hear, I'm not on my own. I'm Cal Bromley. I'm joined in... I'm joined it. I'm joined by, first of all, the twat of a thousand tales <laughs> that is Wiggy Fitzharris. Hello. And, of course... The legend of level design that is Kareem Moby. Hola. Welcome to the show. Now, I will do the explaining before you okay. before you start chittering away. Everyone's light is in the air. Now, <laughs> basically, what happened was, as Wiggy said, this is actually the third time we've recorded this first episode. Because the first time we recorded it, for some reason, all of my voiceover just went. I don't know what happened to it. It just went from my computer i couldn't get any of it back and so all of the hard work that the other guys did had just vanished so i apologize to every one of you wiggy moby and cj um, who's not here and cj um who's yeah who's not with us so i felt really bad because i lost his voiceover as well um and yeah (laughs) that was a brilliant podcast that we did on that first episode, and then it's all gone. But never fear, because we're here now. We are ready and raring to go. Um, well, that's what we thought at first, until someone's PC decided to update midway through the intro. Isn't that right, Wiggy? PC Master Waste. <laughs> <laughs> um, PC, great for gaming, not for recording podcasts. Not at all. Not at all, mate. I don't think it is. But. Hey-ho. And anyway, we're here now. So let's kick things off. We're going to start off by talking a little bit about uh, the main topic this week. And as you guys probably know, there are some new consoles coming out. Yay. PS5 and the Series X and Series S consoles. What do you guys think? First impressions. Like Some people have started to get theirs. I know the Series X um, and the Series S at the time of this uh, recording um, is out, but the PS5 isn't. Well, so no. What do you guys think? it is. Yeah. If you're listening oh, well, to us yeah. in America. Or Australia, out. or Mexico, or Japan. <laughs> Basically anywhere that isn't Europe. Yeah. All right. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, if you're listening from abroad, then no. But if you're listening in Britain... Um, we're still waiting for the PS5. It comes out on the 19th of November. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, I got that right. I thought I did. Yeah. Um, so Xbox Series S, Series X, been out for two days now. They got released on the 10th. Um, I've had the pleasure of playing on one, and oh. it is fun. <gasps> no way. Where did yeah, you play you, one? Yeah. Where did you get a chance? My brother's got one. What, Series X or S? And they're in my bubble. X. Nice. And because they're in my bubble... I went over, and uh, yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised by it. It is a nice console. I don't think, controversially, and I haven't tried the PlayStation 5 yet, but I don't think it's as big a jump yet, but I think that's down to the content. So the only game my brother's got is Valhalla. Um, and when I was playing Valhalla, obviously I've played Valhalla on PC, um, and I can play Valhalla on Ultra on my PC anyway. Okay. Um, and I was watching it and going, mm, this isn't as good as that. So, um, but 
from the videos you watch, they kind of imply that that's there. Well, of course. Um, and I think that's mostly just, a, I, I genuinely believe that's not necessarily the power of the hardware because it's got the oomph yeah. in it, much like the PlayStation 5 has. I think it's it's a design thing. I think it's the limitation of software. I don't know what you think, Moby, but it just feels like it could do much more than it did when I touched it. So from what I've been seeing on like reviews and uh, uh, low time comparisons and you know graphic comparisons, I actually think that uh, Series X is uh, way more powerful than the PlayStation 5. I mean, PlayStation 5 has more features and obviously more first party games that are you know getting people more drawn to it but um i'm i'm almost 100 percent sure that if it was just up to hardware series x would would knock playstation 5 out of the park i agree yeah i've seen a couple of like load times and it can be up to like one minute difference to some of the games that i've seen like one one whole minute difference of load times between the ps5 and uh, and series x and i do agree with you because um one other thing i've seen as well is that now on the next gen we're gonna have the ability to change the graphics inside the game like on pc it's never gonna be like the same as pc of course because it's true yeah that's that's just a completely different level uh but yeah you can change the graphics and take it up to like you know high ultra whatever however much you can support so i think it's going to be down to developers and uh publishers to give you that and and don't forget that the the actual like um the technical uh next gen update for for assassin's creed valhalla does not come out until the 10th of december so what you're seeing is just the old gen or current gen the super load yeah. The faster load time version. Yeah, exactly. So you you're still not seeing any ray tracing or anything like that. Where, like you said on your PC, controversially, it long... doesn't come with ray tracing yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I think but... that's probably because I guess they're going to update the PCs at the same time as the the console edition. That's the, all I can predict. Oh, assuming so. Cause... Yeah. So they did say that on the 10th of December they're going to send out all the free updates. Uh, I think it's going to be the same thing for Watchdog Legion as well, and you get all the um, bells and whistles, you know, all ray tracing like new to graphics, be fair, 4K. Legion already has the bells and whistles on PC, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah. I'm still like I can't get over ray tracing because it's like a whole different world for me. It seems like such a small thing, but walking over a puddle and seeing your reflection of you walking over the puddle <laughs> and not just being like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. And not seeing your it. reflection in stuff is is amazing. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, there is a base level of it in Valhalla in that things reflect off the water. So the bits are already there. You can tell that. Um, but there's no kind of intelligent ray tracing in it yet. On just PC. needs a boost. <clears throat> so what you're basically saying is that you, you would prefer to play those games still on a PC rather than switch into... A console yes. sat on the sofa and yeah well, playing it no, just with a controller really. no well, the, not really. the thing is i'm doing the hybrid version of that 100 honest and i think it was one of the best investments i've made since i got my pc i got the little microsoft dongle that allows you to just use your controller wirelessly like you would with your xbox i then bought an extra long hdmi cable 
um, and I've plugged it into my TV so I can play Assassin's Creed on my TV at 60 hertz so I can play it at 60 frames per second and at 4K um, on my couch. So it's no real different to me having an Xbox and that is why that made that made the decision for me to not get a Series X. It's a lovely piece of kit. I would love one but it's pointless because my PC plugs into my TV. I use an Xbox controller with my PC. I get Game Pass on PC anyway. There's there's no need for me to have a Series X. Um, PlayStation Five. Point, I'm actually. still I'm still tempted by the PlayStation Five because um, the exclusives. But again, yeah. I'm not because I've got the PC right now. And I, I don't believe in this whole like if you want a game, game on whatever you want. I've got a Switch. I love that. I've got a PlayStation Four still. I love that. Um, I've got my Xbox One. I still love that. You know, I'm not about being the master race as people like to say, but like. Because I can do everything that I would do on an Xbox on my PC, there's literally no point in doing it. And I think we briefly touched on this in episode one, which we don't have anymore because Cal um, deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) But essentially, that's Microsoft's ball game now, like we discussed in that first episode, is that you've got Game Pass. They don't, if you, you know, if you don't have a PC, buy a Series X. If you have a PC, you've got a PC, buy Game Pass. So... Yeah, yeah. I, it's a lovely console, but I'm not. I can kind of see what you mean. I mean, I just the thing that's always drawn me towards consoles is the fact that you can just plug them in and you can just start playing. There's no faffing around, with, as you said, Moby, with the settings and stuff like that. Now that appeals to me. Not having to go into a game and go, oh right, okay, I've got to run it on ultra settings. Uh, mm-hmm. Field of view, uh, yeah, I'll have it on that. I suppose I'll change this to the yeah, I will have ray tracing, but oh, hang on, does my monitor support it? Everything is all just <laughs> built into the. Um, into the console, yeah, and you don't have to worry about any of that. You just plug it in and play, and that's always been the the draw towards. I'll admit, I'm a lazy man gamer. I've always uh, been consoles. I was going to say, you know, you only ever have to do that once because that would be crap if uh, you plugged in your PC and every time you plugged in a game, you were like, "Cool, I've got to go in and change all the settings again." All okay, right, and you don't you don't do, that. Right. You do it once. But what I mean is, <laughs> I don't... just not trying to shut you down, but you do just it once. <laughs> Oh, you, you know exactly what I mean. You don't want to do it once. Just being pedantic, mate. You're just being pedantic. That's all it is. Um, I'm going to stop teasing you in this episode. Actually, that brings on to a very interesting point. What's the quick resume like if you've managed to have a look at that? Because that's something that the PC doesn't necessarily have off to a T as well as the Xbox Series X. It depends whether you've got it That's installed true. on your SSD. One hundred percent, it is amazing. It is phenomenal. Mm. Like seeing it firsthand. Put the controller down. Turn it off. Turn it back on again. I think it was probably thirty seconds, if that. Like it was. It blew the Xbox One out of the the water because my brother could just be like, turn it off, go do a thing. Come back. Yeah, see, I, I love stuff like that. And I do find myself sometimes when I'm sat playing a game that I have I have like a main game and then I have um, like a, what I call a breather game. So one that's like in between the big ones just to fill in a bit of time, like say Streets of Rage 4, um, Hades, Dead Cells, stuff like that. Like d- just takes me away, just quick five minute play. Um, and having that quick resume would be fantastic just to have that quick little break and then go back to your main game and just pick up straight away where you left mm. off. Like that's just that's magic to me. It is is phenomenal. 
and all the videos that I've seen have all been really quick. Depend doesn't depend on which game it is. Like they've all loaded up really, really quickly. Um, even think now, if you imagine how big Valhalla is. Well, yeah, exactly. I was going to say like things like Doom Eternal were loading up really fast. I know that's a slightly more linear experience, but graphically, you know, that's a that's a big game to to bring back to life straight away. So I'd, yeah, that's that's one of my favourite things. I'd say in, in Series X, and that's the bit that's interested me the most out of all of it. Is that quick resume? It's like I agree. It's it's a really good piece of of stuff. Yeah, I get on, and then we move on to the PS5. So PS5, obviously, it's not out yet, so we can't give as much of an in-depth thought with that one, especially compared to the Series X. We can only go off what reporters have said, uh, all the stats that we've seen online about the differences between the two. Um, I personally think the PS5 is going to be slightly more popular. And I reckon well, yeah, that's... of course. You know, I, I, the big thing with the PS5 is the controller for me. So it's the quick resume on the, yes. on the Xbox. But it's the controller, the DualSense 5. It's DualSense now, isn't it? It's just DualSense, Oh, yeah. DualSense. So it was DualShock, and now they've just called it DualSense. But that sounds out of this world. Just... Yeah. It's adaptive feedback, and the adaptive triggers. It's one of those, those that are I, the ones. That, yeah, it's one of those that I can't put my head around until I actually have it in my hands. I just can't picture what that would be like, um, like walking over sand and things like that, and you you can feel the sand crunching beneath your feet and stuff. That's just yeah, that's just mind boggling yeah. to me. That's something that's like, nah, you're having a laugh. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> well, a lot of people people are saying like. It's like a, a new era for the technology, like when when vibration was on mobile devices or smartphones back when, you know, 2005 to 2009, whatever, 2007. And then when the when Apple first uh, brought out the uh, Taptic Engine where the haptic feedback and that was like a completely like change of the game yeah. where you can feel a button pressing but it's not actually doing anything it's just vibration yeah, or the same yeah. thing for like the trackpads on the Max where you press down and you can swear that it's pressing there's a click but it's not there's nothing going on it's just vibration so same thing with like I, I, I'd compare it to like Joy-Cons as well when Joy-Cons first came out took the words out of my mouth yeah 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 joy cons you know that game in the oh god what was it called it's one of the one two um, switch one one of the one two switch ones but i don't remember which one it was it has like marbles and you have to count how many marbles yeah Yeah, i think it was some was stupid like ball count yeah i think it was yeah 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 that was like uh again i always put the i say the analogy i don't remember where i got it from but it's like when in in Jurassic Park when they realized that the the, rep, uh, the the dinosaur can open up the door with their with their hand. That's that's the best thing, the best way to describe. That's your it. reaction to the ball count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of know what you mean because the first time I tried it, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I remember them demonstrating it by like when they were doing the promo videos for it. I remember them demonstrating it as um, imagine there's ice cubes in a glass. You could feel you how many feel ice how many. cubes are in that glass, and you yeah. can shake it about a bit. And that was like, nah, it's just rumble. <laughs> and then trying it out, it was like, oh my god, this is actually incredible. This yeah. is actually something. And it's weird because that game came out, and they've hardly ever used it since. They've they've oh, only ever done switch. like, 
Um, the only thing that they've really used it for is... Um, uh, well, the best example I can give is Mario Odyssey. I know that some moons you have to walk over a certain spot and the uh, controller will vibrate and the strength of the vibration yeah. depends on um, whereabouts it is. But I don't think they've really done much more with the the HD rumble, as they call it, in the Joy-Cons that I can think of. Um, That's probably true, people yeah. shouting as they're listening to this, if anyone's listening to this. They're probably just shouting down their phones or their speakers just like the fuck are you talking about it's in this game <laughs> it's in breath yeah, of the probably. wild when link has a wank i don't know um <laughs> that would be a breath of the wild that would be that would be hey. that would be incredible um <laughs> but you know I, I i can't think of another time but that was monumental when that first came out and that's why i'm interested in this dual sense because this is a more traditional looking controller but it's not just the 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 rumble features. It's the triggers, it's the uh, the the joysticks. It's everything. This just sounds amazing, yeah. absolutely amazing. But we can't tell. Yeah, the fact. Well, well, yeah, no, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see like when they were saying, you know, you can feel when you're like pulling on a bowstring, where you can feel the string like strengthening. Yeah. on the trigger or when when the gun when you have a certain gun and like you need to reload it the trigger the triggers will jam and the gun like you can you can get the like an actual gun jam and it won't like it won't press down however it's interestingly apparently you can turn that off uh a lot of people have been looking at into it and uh yeah apparently there it's you can go into the like accessibility feature and switch off the adaptive triggers so oh. Um, well, that I was wonder... one of my that was one of my other yeah. points. Um, yeah. Is for people who have like say arthritis or something like that, or, um, or tremors. Yeah, I mean, they, if, if they haven't got any um, as good a motor skills, um, like in their hands, that's going to be quite a big issue um, yeah. for a lot of people. Well, so it's good that they it thought of that and they've they've taken that into consideration. That's good on Sony. Yes, but yeah. <clears throat> PS5 and Xbox Series X. So the big question is who we think is going to win. I mean, I've said my bit. I think the PS5 is going to win. What about you guys? What do you reckon? Console-wise, I'm, oh, I'm going to agree with what we said in uh, in episode one, which was PlayStation is going to win. Yeah. This is. I don't want to say it, business. I'm going to say business-wise. Business-wise, I think Microsoft is going to win, and yeah. I think it's because they've decided. Do you know what? We aren't going to beat Sony at the console game. But we can beat them at the gaming game. Yep. And and that's what they're going to do. Uh, so for, that's where I'm at. First of all, um, get off your PC horse. Let's talk about consoles. Uh, and second of all... That was a Microsoft uh, horse. But okay. And uh, second, I've got two. They run side by side in the race. Microsoft and PC. Um, PlayStation's far behind. And then you shout. So Microsoft... Microsoft... Like that. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna say the second bit. This is the first episode, mate. This is oh, yeah. the first episode. Why do you keep saying is first really? episode, Wiggy? Unless what, you count where, episode where zero, which was a little test that we did. This is the first episode. I don't know what you're talking about, Wiggy. Is it the first episode? Are you alright? Are you feeling alright? Is it I mean I could put my recording of the first episode online oh, to prove no, to people it's a good one. There's no such thing. Um, and I could include CJ's recording no, and Mopey's recording. No such and thing. Then... If you fucking dare do that, I'm going to come after you. 
Yeah, I'm going to look at Audacity to see if it's recording now. Anyway, uh, Moby, what's your pick? I'm going to agree with Wiggy on this one, yeah. And, and, and yourself as well, Carl. I guess when you're saying like PlayStation is going to win the... But I, I, I think it is like PlayStation will win now, uh, console and even gaming-wise, because obviously they have way more first first party titles uh, launch titles that are coming out where microsoft has literally zero um and so they'll be selling games selling consoles you know uh, everywhere uh, but on the but the long game is definitely with microsoft and not just because of the the fact that they have game pass it's because of the fact that the the amount the amount of huge studios that they've just inquired um, including, of course, Zenimax, who is the um, mm. uh, mother company for Bethesda. Uh, but that's like just one piece of the pie. They have like a, a, a shitload of, of studios that are now under the Microsoft Studios, um, like gaming studios. And I, I just cannot wait to see when they come out swinging with the, you know, amazing first party titles and, and, and people would be like, okay, that's it. Like I'm switching to either PC or Xbox now to, to get in on, on what Microsoft is doing. Um, yeah. so yeah, definitely yeah, I mean, long game is what Microsoft. Yeah. I, th- I think I, I'm not going to take this as my own. I'm sure I heard this in another podcast, but you made a really good point of, <laughs> um, <laughs> they made a really good point of saying that Microsoft have basically started the next generation a few years earlier um we just haven't really noticed as such so like bringing in things like game pass and stuff like that buying yeah. all these companies they started it a lot sooner than uh sony actually did it's only that to like say the casual gamer i'm not saying that's a bad thing they look at it as oh there's two new boxes now uh what does that one do what does that one do oh that one's that one's fancier Whereas Xbox are actually like, okay, we've got a more powerful console coming out, but look at all the stuff that we've done in preparation yeah. for this. We've brought out things like Game Pass. That's like never been seen before, like properly, really. You can't really class PlayStation now. Um, and, it, you know, that, that's no. that, the no. way they've handled that is just fantastic. And that's, that's really next-gen, but people don't consider that as next-gen because it's not a shiny new box. Um Cloud gaming as well. Cloud game, yeah, exactly. X- XCloud. That's pretty. Did any of you guys see the video? Going slightly off subject. Um, so you know, a lot of people were under embargo uh, when they got their PlayStation Five, and they weren't allowed to use anything. What? They got sent you, the controller. Uh, so a lot of uh, people online were sent the PS Five boxes, um, and the console. Sorry, but they weren't allowed to talk about them or show them to anyone oh, under yeah, embargo. Yeah. Um, but they were allowed to show the controller at one point, and they weren't allowed to do anything else. So it was like, well, what do I do? So some genius guy connected it to his phone and started playing xCloud. Oh, no. <laughs> started streaming stuff off xCloud. So he was playing uh, like Xbox titles with a DualSense 5 controller and reviewing it, because he was like, well, what else have I got to do? So it is I know some people brilliant. were able to to get it to work on PlayStation Three. Um, PlayStation I've seen that 3. as well. Yeah. yeah, not four, but three. It wouldn't work on the PlayStation Four, yeah. but it worked on the PlayStation Three. That's crazy. That is crazy. 
Why is that? Do, you, do any, of you, any of you know why? So uh, Sony are coming out next month and they're going to announce the PlayStation 3.5. <laughs> Um, a classic gaming console that they're releasing in June. <laughs> now, if that, that happens, by the way, I'm going to lose my shit. We're going to get shut down by Sony and be like, how the fuck did you know about this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to the new consoles. Um, I'm happy to wait for them because there needs to be, for Same. me, about three titles that are worthy of getting a new console. And at the minute... I've got an Xbox One, and nothing's coming out for that until next year, really. And the same with the PlayStation. Like, there's not enough titles for me to warrant getting it straight away. So I'll wait until next year, um, when there's some more titles coming out. Same. But yeah, because originally I was going to get, like I was saying to you, Moby, I was going to get the PlayStation Five on launch, um, and I was going to go through all the rigmarole of trying to pre-order one. And I did start that journey, to be fair. But then I found out that uh, I decided to go and get PC, and I found out that Godfall was coming out on PC as well. And it was like, well, that was the only game I was going to get. So, and I've got friends who are going to play it on PC anyway. So it was like, I'm not going to drop 500, 600 quid on all the accessories and stuff just to play one game Yeah. that I want to play. Um, just wait until next year. Next Christmas, I reckon, is where I'm going to invest. Next I don't think you're going to be waiting that long, but okay. I think. But to be fair, they've said the transition between PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 is going to take about three years. That's bollocks. They're going to shift. That's what Sony came out. Oh, I reckon that's a load of bollocks. They're already like pushing out PS5 stuff and being like, oh, yeah, this... yeah, Miles Morales will come out for the PS4. They've not announced any other PS4 titles, have they? Saw an advert for the PS4 earlier on, though, on TV. What? They're still doing Argos. it. Argos, get this for, on a Black Friday deal for two quid. No, it was a Sony one. Oh, was it? Wow. All right, okay. Play anyway. All right, okay. So are they looking to take the Microsoft approach and being like, oh, well, you don't have to get it straight away? I don't think they're doing that approach, but I think they're doing, I think they're being intelligent. COVID. Um, yeah. I think they've chosen a market approach, if I'm being honest. That could be me being all jaded and, you know. No, it's a good show. But I definitely think that it was a decision that was made because of A, what Microsoft are doing, and B, are they going to have the people to, like, the the generation they need to invest in. For example, me. Let t- me talking as a dad, I would be more likely to go out this Christmas and buy a rare PlayStation 4 than I would be to fork out 500 quid to buy a PlayStation 5. Does that make sense? And there's going to be a lot of families who have had difficulties because of COVID that still want to treat their children. 200 quid for a PlayStation 4. It can still play loads of the games. You're still getting your Assassin's Creed's and, you know, Mars Morales. Um, Cyberpunk is still coming out on PlayStation 4. Um, they, Bioware have hinted that Mass Effect, is the Legendary Edition, is going to come out on current gen and next as well. So it's like Anthem 2.0 is coming out on both consoles. Yeah. yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Because we all want to see what that turns out like. Because that's I really do. Because I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed Anthem. Okay. I was just disappointed that it was broken to fuck and yeah. and had no end game content and ended too quickly. But it looked nice and it flew well. <laughs> it flew well. What, out the window or into the bin? Is that right? No, I kept it. I've still played it recently, to be fair. God, it must be stinking taking it out of that bin. Anyway, moving on. 
I see what you did there. I just chose to ignore <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought you would, because I don't think it's like your little baby. Anthem's not my little baby. Destiny is my baby. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's everyone's baby. <laughs> that brings us nicely on to this next section, which I didn't tell you guys about. I'm going to leave it as a surprise. Ooh. And it's a section that I like to call Bring It Back. Sing It Back. No, no. Just bring, bring it, it back. back. Sing it back. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bring it back, all right? Now, this yeah, section yeah. is all about titles that you want to see back in the limelight. Titles that you want to come back either onto current gen or future generations um, for you to play Dino once Crisis. again. Whether it's, shut the fuck up and let me <laughs> say this, all right? Dino Crisis. You speak when I tell you to speak. <laughs> So you know, this is what you've each got week, now that I'm a co-host. <laughs> each week, we are going to uh, give a, uh, a title that we want to see back on consoles in some way, shape, or form. So this will be a time where we can say anything we want about some of our favourite titles and why we want to see them back uh, on the current consoles. So I'm going to start with Wiggy, seeing as he shouted out first. What uh, what would you like to see brought back? Now, everybody who's listened to episode zero is probably going to suspect that I was going to say Dino Crisis. In the same way that Don't you Don't get said me wrong. Just I like... would love Dino Crisis to get back. But <clears throat> I'm going to pick a classic. Um, and I don't mean the sort of kind of uh, re-release slash third one they did recently, um, which we won't talk about. But traditional Shemnu. Like, oh. I loved Shemnu 1. Shemnu. And Shemnu 2 was very difficult to play because it was in Japanese um, and or Korean. Just forgive me, whoever's listening, if it was the wrong just language. Very just very quickly, you do realise that they remastered these. Yes, but what I mean is it didn't catch... This is what I'm trying to say. That's why I said I know they re-released it recently. It's that classic feel of opening it on your Dreamcast, the kind of dialogue moments, like... For me, Shemnu. I want them to redo it, but like a brand new story, same theme, looking what? after yourself Shen- in a small village. Shenmue 3? No. Just, a, just the same. What? I know Shemnu 3's out. What? Jesus. I, I, don't well, think you, to I don't think you quite grasp the idea of this part of the show. It's bring it back. So it's stuff that you have been out and you want to see that come back onto the console. So not... So... A, so Shenmue has been remastered, both one and two, and they've had a sequel. I don't think you can have that, personally. Why not? Why not? Because for the exact reasons I just said, they've remastered the first two, and there's a third one that's come out. So we can't say Resident Evil either, because they've remastered that. Uh, We can't say Mass Effect, because they've remastered that. Ah, they are. Uh, They haven't yet. And that's coming in the news later on. They are. They're coming in the news, is it? (laughs) Coming in the send Spoiler alert, section. it's going to be later on. No, I, I, I wouldn't right, say well, you can have that. Do you know what I'm going to go with then? I'm going to go with Dino Crisis. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Dino, Dino Crisis. Because Dino Crisis, phenomenal game. Listen to episode zero because I'm not going to bore you with my excitement of Dino Crisis again in this episode. If you want to hear about Dino Crisis, <laughs> go and listen to that one. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't played Dino Crisis, don't listen to that one. <laughs> 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 play Dino Crisis, then listen to episode zero. Um, if you're listening to this episode now and you hadn't played Dino Crisis and you've already listened to the previous episode, 
I apologise um, <laughs> profusely. Now, back to the case at hand. Dino Crisis, look at the jo- the great job they did with Resident Evil remake. Oh, that, that was like, beautiful. The, the, remas- the remakes of Resident Evil. like, And the little things, like walking down that corridor, expecting the dogs, no dogs. Going back down the corridor, dogs. That's a spoiler as well, by the way. Um, <clears throat> you were on fire. <laughs> I should put a spoiler alert before any time. I mean, I that's one that... Maybe we lo- should put it at the beginning of the everyone episode. Everyone and their aunt knows the the dog scene in Resident Evil. Everyone knows that bit, so I don't think that's too bad. It's true. It's true. But yeah, Dino Crisis. Because I'd love them to change that around. Imagine, like, 4K dinosaurs. Like, oh, it would be insane. I'd love to get some celebrities to do the voices. Yeah. Like, mm. I'd I'd love to see them do the the Resident Evil 2 remake treatment to it because that was just that's probably the best remake I've ever seen in my life because they took the base game and just changed everything about it but kept the scares, they kept the feel the of nuances. Resident Evil. It, oh, it was just fantastic. I'd love to see him do something like that with the crisis. That'd be fantastic. So why, why don't you tell us then, Cal? What's yours before I go? Before you, I is that because yours. you haven't got one? Uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that would be busted. Phenomenal. I am. Um, I'm a little bit stuck because it's like, I think I said it in episode zero that my favourite game is Beautiful Joe. Uh, that's my favourite game ever made. And I would yeah. give anything to have that come back. But I'm oh, okay. probably going to pick Time Splitters, which is another one that I absolutely adore. And I'd love to see that either come back as a sequel or as a remaster. Now, I know that oh. they're they're looking at doing a remaster. Um, it's been years and years and years into development, but I'd love for... Um, it's a fan project, basically. I'd love for... Uh, what what THQ Nordic now that have yeah. got the rights to Time Splitters? I'd love to see them do something with the franchise. Either give me a full HD remaster, stick that on the Switch. I will be so so happy. But even mm-hmm. even if it's like oh we're going to bring out a new one in the series, that's fine. So long as Time Splitters comes back into the public eye in some way, shape, or form, because those games were just amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, each of the levels were different. Because obviously you're traveling through time, so each of the settings were different yeah. each time. Even the weapons were suited to those sorts of times, unless there was some spacey wacy stuff going on. Um, like it was just, oh, I just fucking love that game. Absolutely love it. It was a uh, some of the team from um, Rare as well that, that worked on Goldeneye and Perfect Dark went yeah. across to, to make Free Radical, who who made the um, the Time Splitters games, but. Future Perfect will probably always be my favourite, followed very closely by two. Oh, okay. Um, but I, oh, I, I want them back so much. I'd love to see them back. Let's go okay. on their mobs. So, Wiggy had Dino Crisis. I had Time Splitters. What about you? Um, I think I'm going to go with my first game ever played as well. Uh, one of which... One of them is coming back as a remaster, actually. So it's Prince of Persia. Uh, but I would love to see the very first one come back. And it was a platformer, 2D platformer. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd I'll love to see that. that one. 
come back um potentially be done in unity because unity is the you know platform yeah mm. platformer like king of like the 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 top engine basically for for doing platformers it's the one that was used to do the ori games so if they yeah if, yeah so yeah so if what they the... if they bring that back ubisoft i will love them for it i know they're bringing back sands of time and i've already pre-ordered it because i just love all prince of Persia games in general um but uh, yeah, if, if they bring back the very first one and just do a re a, like a full remake, I would I would just be all over that. <laughs> they would take my money the day they announce it. Yeah, no, I think that's a that's a good show. I never played the original Prince of Persia. I never never played it. I know it's meant to be one of the hardest games ever. Um, mm. but yeah, I'd, do you know what I'd like to s- <laughs> do? You know what I'd like to see them do with that. Is uh, I'd love them to use the UBR engine that they use for Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends, and apply that to the original Prince of Persia. Oh, I'd love to see that because I reckon that'll be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Wonder what engine they've used for that. It that, that's what it's called the UBR engine. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is that UBR? It? Oh, right. Okay. I could be wrong. You might have to. Uh, fact check that one for me but I'm sure it's the UBR engine fake news but no, it's, I don't know I haven't that'll be <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell you are on fire today you are out to get me I like it please don't go well that was our little section called bring it back <laughs> sing, sing it, it back. back oh I swear <laughs> to god just let me have this once <laughs> right so we move Say on. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. No, that's it. You've asked a lot. Let's move over to what we've been playing this week. And this time, I'm going to start with Moby. Because although he was the last person to speak, he's also going to be the first person in this section to speak. So Moby, what have you been okay. playing this week, man? What I've, uh, what I've been playing this week. Let's see. Uh, started <laughs> out with... what? Well, well, he said that in a way of like, oh... God, what have I been playing? He's in the same position yeah, as me. No, no, too many, too many <laughs> games, man. Too many games. It's really overwhelming this mm. week with the amount of games. Like, I'm loving it, but I, I still feel like it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, so yeah, Watchdog Legions. Um, I think I got halfway through that before. I've been I've been doing um Ghost Ghost of Tsushima Legends anyways with my friends. Uh, so that's just gonna be like uh, the kind of like the multiplayer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You got friends over there. You haven't been playing it with me and Wiggy. So what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? To be There's fair, I've been people? playing it with one friend. There's other people. <laughs> when I say friend, how dare you? There are, there are. There's one person uh, that I've been playing it with, and Watchdog Legion. And then um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla dropped on the same day as Destiny 2 Beyond Light. So that was fun day. Uh, although myself and Wiggy, probably Wiggy's going to say the same thing. We weren't able to get in on the first day <laughs> for that for some reason. I got down to 2,859 in the queue and just gave up and played Valhalla. <laughs> yep, same thing. I'm so glad I didn't jump in day one. Yep. I still haven't got him. Bad I still haven't got him. Have you not? Yeah. 
Oh, God. I haven't tried it, to be fair. I've got it on Game Pass, so I'm going to have to um, play that. But I've got other things to play at the minute, so I'm like, I do want to play it, yeah. but... So mainly, mainly it's been Valhalla, but actually, like, I started playing Valhalla, and then I realized how much buggy is, and that they really need to patch it up, like, ASAP. Is it buggy on consoles? It is, yeah, it's so bad on PS4, at least. I don't know if it's the copy I got, because I got an early access copy. Um, I don't know how I ended up with an early access copy, but... Uh, but um, but yeah, it's been it's been really bad to a point where I've taken out the desk out of my PlayStation Four now, and I've just decided I'm not going to touch it again until they patch it up because I really don't want to ruin that franchise for me. It's my my favorite one ever. So um, mm. they're yeah, getting a day one to tomorrow, me. aren't they? Um, I don't know. I'm hoping they just patch it up as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't really been been. been paying attention so i've just um i've just continued doing like beyond light i'm i think i'm like almost halfway through if not even like towards the end of the campaign now and nice. it's been really good i'm looking forward um, to it i'm gonna play a bit after this podcast to be fair yeah i'm not gonna spoil anything but there are like major changes uh that you're gonna see especially for us because we've always been like d2 players since day one so we've been following the game for Four years now has it been? I've been following it since day one yeah. of Destiny. So well, no, I'm talking about yeah, I have. Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's about. Uh, I I haven't. I've played Destiny One, but I don't remember it very much because I've only played the first campaign. I never played any of the uh, like good expansions for it. Oh so mate, I was there for the Peter like, Dinklage days. Huh? Oh, oh Dinklebot. Oh, wow. Peter Dink. Dinklebot. Dinklebot. Oh yeah. Consider yourself uh, lucky. So you guys are gonna have a little bit more fun with that because apparently there are a lot of like Destiny One stuff that have been that they've put back into the game now. So um, I haven't explored that yet, but um, yeah, apparently a lot of people are going crazy, really happy with what they've done. But yeah, that's it for me. Like Valhalla a little bit, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, Legion has been has been really good, and then um, Destiny Two Beyond Light. Get on, get on. Right then, you in the corner, keep it's shouting out in class. In corner. What um, what have you been playing this week then, Wiggy? Uh, well, I want to kind of be different to Moby, so I've been playing the things that Moby's played. I haven't played Destiny 2 yet, obviously, haven't been able to get in. <laughs> um, but I've got a week off work, so I'm looking forward to that, because I smashed that out Ooh. of the park. Um, so I've been playing Valhalla. Um, I, it seems I've been really lucky in Valhalla as well because, unlike the the PS4 version at least, um, it's not been that glitchy. Um, so that's that's good, and I've been enjoying that um, and really kind of getting into the whole Pathfinder thing because that's a difficulty level. Um, it's a bit of a learning curve at the beginning, looking at the map and going, "Don't have a clue where anything is. Guess I'm going to walk there." But um, welcome to open world. It's like Pathfinder takes open world to the next level. Um, yeah. And I think I love the, the thing I love the most about Valhalla as well, which the community have been asking for for ages, is you can set the combat difficulty and then the assassination difficulty as well. Yes. Yeah, I like that. And then yeah, the exploration difficulty. So you've got three different difficulty levels you can customize. So I love, like, the challenge of the assassination in Assassin's Creed. Like, that's one of my big things. So I've put that all the way up to Master Assassin 
because I want to be a master fucking assassin. So (laughs) that is like where I'm at. But on combat, like I was okay at it in Odyssey um, and I'm okay at it in Valhalla, but I've got it at a reasonable level because there's no way I could be an actual Viking. Um, Oh, she's not going to survive. For example, I will um, let you in on a little bit. It took me a little while to get used to the combat because I went and fought the first boss and he killed me about seven times um, before I got the hang of it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I should probably not get my ass handed to by this guy. And then I I defeated him. um, I suppose it's nice that you can admit that you lost to the first boss because you were shit. Not because there was something wrong with the game. Yeah, because I was shit. It was. It was literally, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I'd got all that way and I'd just been exploring for ages and killing mooks. And then I got to the boss and was like, oh, I, I need to actually have some skill here. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, oh, okay. Fuck it. Desynchronized. Let's try again. Desynchronized. Let's try that again. Desynchronized. Wow, this is going really well. I tell you, I really want to say something. It's not a spoiler, but then it is a spoiler, and I don't like spoiling because I've done it three times in this podcast already. Yeah, nah, we we yeah, don't accept really spoilers don't here. Like um, don't accept big spoilers. It was a it was a technicality. Um, basically, there's a big bit. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a big element of the original Assassin's Creed games that they've brought back, okay. like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Three. That that oh, era, okay. there is something they've brought back. Moby, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, probably. And uh, that was amazing for me. When that first happened, I was like, cool. And they're linking it in now. So it actually makes a bit more sense. Hmm. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. And oh, let's just add it to your Viking. Playing it with my controller, yeah. Yeah. Plug okay. it into TV. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like a, almost like um, oh, what are they called? Uh, consoles, console. Cal. I think you're. That's you're it. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, consoles. Almost like a console. Also, but unlike a console, I, I can console. obviously go to. Um, uh, I'll go over to my what computer. About you, Cal. <laughs> I hadn't finished. There was uh, something else I was playing, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but then you were saying about like PCs and stuff, and then we we're like, oh god, here we go. I talked to nah, you briefly no, about it, Cal. What? Super Smash Bros. <laughs> I've finally oh, invested cool. in Super oh, Smash Bros. Um, oh, I'm loving it. I'm bliss. loving it. Again, I'm going to admit, I was shit at it. Uh, and <laughs> I'm still not 100% great at Super Smash Bros, which is hilarious nah, because it's supposed to be a very simple me. fighting game uh, that anyone like, can pick up. What the fuck is it, <laughs> If you want to play that game properly, you you got to master it. Like There are a lot of things that you can master. Yeah, you can just bash buttons around a little bit, but if you want to get like truly good at the game... Learning blocking and uh, like so, dodge rolls, things like that. You've you've got to really practice. So me and my um, daughter were playing it, um, and she's all about the button bashing. And she was Pikachu because she's a Pokemon <laughs> fan, um, and uh, like I am. Uh, and she was just calling down lightning bolts every five minutes. And uh, oh, at yeah. first we were playing each other, and I was like, "No, this isn't going well." Um, and then. We turned into team mode, and she probably killed most people because I was too busy trying to learn my moves, and she was just like lightning bolt, lightning bolt, dash, quick attack, <laughs> bolt tackle. I was like, okay, calm it down. But yeah, I, I'm loving. I can't it. stress so much. The I can't stress so much. I love really that game. Cool as well. 
Like, yeah. plot-wise, it's, like, hilarious. Yeah. I actually started playing as Kirby more just because I like swallowing people and absorbing their power. <laughs> yeah. That um, that whole intro bit, seeing them all, um, you know, like, turn into the spirits and stuff like that, that, that was really quite heartbreaking on some bits. Especially the bit, not because I'm a massive Sonic fan, oh, but no, it would break bit, your heart. I, yeah, oh. That w- when Sonic goes to reach out to grab Pikachu to save him and just gets obliterated and then <laughs> Pikachu gets obliterated. It, oh, that, that's one of the most heartbreaking things of that year, I think. That that was just... It was harsh. Oh, I remember oh. showing it to Amy and she was like, oh my God. I was like, I know. Me just my, in tears next to her. Like, my daughter did that <gasps> hand over mouth thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's hit me in the home. One thing I did like it about that, a- though, just for all the people out there who are asking the question, who's faster, Pikachu or Sonic? Um, they kept up with each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sonic is faster. Sonic is faster. He's the fastest. Speed, Unless so. Pikachu is going at vault tackle speed. Ash's Pikachu. Just Ash's Pikachu, everyone. Not just a normal Pikachu you pick up <laughs> off the street. Uh, Ash's Pikachu. <laughs> what's wrong? Uh, excuse me. So we're all about equality here. So what's wrong with the with the normal Pikachus that you just pick up off the street, as you call it? Because they can't go at the speed of sound in their vault tackle. I don't, I don't think we've got room for people like you on this podcast. I think we're going to have to to end this now. Cool, I'll, uh, I'll quit now then, shall I? <laughs> Bye. Please don't come. Everybody, I um, love you all. Uh, I'll be in episode 21 again when I come back. Episode 21, the rebirth of Wiggy. <laughs> um but no i i 100 agree with you like that that whole game is just fantastic are you buying the fighters passes uh yes ah yes i've got them all pre-ordered for the seat for the second pass i bought the second pass and then obviously the first pass where i got everyone to begin with because yeah i bought it late yeah it is a little bit weird that you don't like when you start off, it's like you've got the original Smash Brothers characters because how you unlock them is like how they appeared in the, the original games, ones, I think. Yeah, and then you've got like all the new ones underneath. <laughs> Whereas I like unlocked all the characters and then got the DLC stuff because it was done afterwards, so it seemed right to me. But anyone getting it brand new and then getting the DLC is like, I know I started off guys? with you know I should have started off with what two characters, three characters. Um, yeah. I started off with this entire pack of characters and was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and they're not exactly like starter ones as well because I think they've balanced it really well. The, the The original ones that you get are good uh, starter ones. They pack a lot of punch. They're fairly simple to use compared to was some Star other Fox ones. Star Fox DLC like or was he original? Fighters. Star Fox, he's an original, mate. He's original. He was there since the start. Then you start with him um, as well. The, the DLC <laughs> was Joker... Joker, I've played um, as a lot, but then that's because I do like Persona. Persona. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I play a lot as Banjo and Kazooie. He's my big. They're my big ones for the DLC because I like Banjo and Kazooie anyway. Um, and it was just lovely to see them come back onto a Nintendo console. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to support them. Um, and I ended up loving using them anyway. Um, but yeah, there's been loads. There's been just amazing, but. I could I, I could talk about this for ages and it'll turn into a Smash Brothers podcast, but we'll leave it as that. We've got a fight at some point, and Both yeah, against each other and together. Both against and together, just the same as normal life. <laughs> so, 
I guess that moves on to what have I been playing? Fuck me. I've been playing a fair bit this week. I've been... Uh, I've completed a couple of stuff. Uh, one of the ones I completed was Blair Witch. Um, I played it through Xbox Game Pass. There's a little plug there for Game Pass. Very good. I started it... Say again, man? Not that we weren't doing that for the entirety of the start of the episode. Well, no, that's that's very true. You've all of a sudden gone really quiet on this Skype chat. I don't know if it's done the same on your... Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. That's that all right. weird. I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, really quiet. How about now? That's better. Oh, I wonder what Get happened. It, it weirdly turned no, my mic know. level down. Sorry, oh. everyone listening at home. I'm not <laughs> actually a very small person. <laughs> it's a very small man. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I uh, before I was rudely interrupted by wiggy's mic problems uh yeah i started blair witch with uh amy uh because she likes horror games uh we both love horror stuff i'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to horror games as well i'm fine with horror films give me a horror game i scream like a child i am not good with stuff like this um i wish cj was here oh fuck me it was (laughs) yeah it, it was worse than that it's it was really strange because we were enjoying it and I was thinking like this is not really scary it's just a little bit creepy um, and it gets to this one section involving a house and that's all I'm going to say that whole <laughs> section was I was on the edge of my seat and I'm very close to the screen as well so it's it's even more daunting um, but I, this certain bit happened and I shit you not I screamed the loudest I have ever screamed in my life <laughs> and I, 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 all I remember was shouting, and then the first word I saw on the screen after sort of shouting, while slightly closing my eyes, was the word Adam. <laughs> so my brain went, ah, Adam. <laughs> and that's that's and that's all I saw. And then I look over at and see Amy absolutely pissing herself laughter um at my misfortune because she didn't she didn't well she she jumped but she doesn't have the same reactions as me i just i I can't help it it's just expelled out of my body just on its own but going back to the game itself like it was it was good it wasn't incredible um i thought it's very slow paced um, for a lot of it. It was a lot of filler, not as much killer, I would say. Um, it's definitely one that I would say to horror fans to, to give it a go and say that you've played, but don't go in expecting this to be the scariest thing you've ever played, even though what I've just said, you know, did give it a reaction that would How does it like compare that. to Biohazard? That was just that one little section, whereas things like Resident Evil 7... Okay, cool. Resi 7... I Resi Seven scarier, but then again, I suppose it depends on what you're okay. uh, you're afraid of. This had a lot of dark areas, um, okay, and just torch. I'm afraid wasn't great. <laughs> that wasn't. I'm nice afraid at all. of my own. And failures. at one point, all you had. If somebody could give me a game that I could play, that would confront my own oh, failures. You'd be afraid of this. That would be the scariest game. <laughs> dark Souls. That's a game that haunts Ooh. you with your own failures. Um, 
<laughs> there you are, yeah, yeah. Constant defeat. Um, but there were some sections where all you had was a camera and the night vision um, mode on the camera. And again, that like was Like Outlast. Just... This was darker, though. This was basically like a white light rather than um, like the green light. And it was a lot... Ugh. It, it was a lot more stressful in some cases, I think, because of that. Um, great little callbacks to the films, which I won't say too much more about. And one thing I did like is you could find these little collectibles that were basically Polaroids um, of the classic pose that you would find in Blair Witch where they're standing against a wall. But it was all members of the Bloober team who make the game. Um, and it was all members of them like standing against this wall and stuff and you had to find them throughout the game um i still never found them all but i thought that was quite a nice little touch to put in there so you're putting your credits in and adding a bit more lore to the game at the same time which i thought was good um so yeah we finished that then i saw that ea play had come onto game pass and i was like oh this opens up a whole new can of worms um so i've downloaded battlefront 2 which i haven't played yet um I'm going to re-download Titanfall 2. Well, we should jump on that. Yeah, like... I, 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 oh, Titanfall 2, definitely jumping on that with you. That That's my that's my favourite multiplayer game of all time, Titanfall 2. I played it all on the PS4, but I love it so much that I'm happy to start my progress again on the Xbox One. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-download that at some point. Um, and one title that surprised me, I never played it back in the day, but I've heard a lot about it, um, was a title called Black on the original Xbox and PlayStation oh, yeah. 2. Oh, um I know what you're talking about. By Criterion I've never it either. Is it Ubisoft? <laughs> it, EA. Oh EA. Oh yeah. EA. EA, the yeah. EA play. But they they had that on there, the original Xbox version. So I've been playing that and it's it's, it's all right. It's like I could see how it was like monumental back in the day and how much it was it's like oh my god, this is the future of first person shooters. Um and it's still a bit of fun. Uh, it's yeah, I'm gonna see it through to the end. Um, but I could, uh, it's one that I can finally say I have played and tick it off my list of <laughs> games that I've always wanted to play. Um, and that again, it's all thanks to Game Pass. All thanks to the next gen, I suppose. Nice. Um, but yeah, and then after the other things I've been playing, I've been playing uh, Borderlands Two on the Switch. Um, yeah, I which saw is you like playing that. It's probably my 10th time playing the game altogether. Um, but I bought the... Um, there was a sale on the eShop and you could get all three... Um, or the, Let me clarify that. Borderlands. Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre-sequel. Um, all of them for like thirty one ninety nine. So I was, I, that's one of my favourite games ever. So I was like, yep, yeah, let's do this. Um, so I've been playing through that. And another game, the final one that I'll say about because I've been playing a lot. Uh, is a game called Hades. Have you? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> you thought you guys were stuck <laughs> with stuff to play. Um, Hades was the final game that I've been playing, which is a roguelike. Um, if you haven't played it, it is incredible. And I have a very strong feeling that next week, uh, when we do the next episode, I'm going to be talking about it again then. So I will probably say, I will leave it as that is what I've been playing this week. And you'll hear more about Hades next week because I'm going to carry on playing it. There's no doubt about it, but it is fantastic. So yeah, that's a little bit about what we've been playing this week. 
if any, unless any of you have thought of anything else that you've I'm going to bring something up now. <clears throat> and actually, I probably could have brought it up earlier on when you said, bring it back, sing it back. Because technically it works, but at the same time, because I've got a PC, it's brought back because of Steam. Uh, Spore. <laughs> Anybody remember Spore? Yeah. I, well, I never played it. Spore. I know it. Oh, do you know what? Like, you can get it on Steam, and there's, it was only like, I got it for like a tenner. Um <laughs> They had to, like a patch for it to make sure it worked like on new devices. Nice. I can obviously soup the graphics up to the top that it can be. Um, there's a graphics patch out there, third-party graphics patch that I want to try and find, apparently, that makes it all um, HD, which would be interesting. Um, but yeah, I've just been playing that. And I just, love the, I just love the theme of Spore. And it's just sad that it never went anywhere because although it's got huge community support now, if you look on Steam, like it has a massive community. So although it doesn't have EA servers, <laughs> it's got a Steam server. So therefore, you can still play it. That's really surprising. Um, like being such an old and, game, how much it's gone down in history as a classic. I know, and it's just so much fun because you're starting off as an uh, like an amoeba, and then you go up and you get on land and you become a beastie, um, and then you get a brain. So you've got to work towards getting a brain and learning how to use tools. And then you're in a tribe and then you get through the tribal time and you, you know, you build cities and stuff. And then you go into space and you can travel around and find other races. It's like, it's so much fun. Um, and so far with my current uh, race of individuals, I've got to the tribal stage um, and they have eight arms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, so for any of you that uh, have played Spore, um, I obviously have to work, had to work really hard to get the uh, DNA points to have four sets of arms. Um, yeah, this makes no sense. And different to me. hands, different hands on all of them as well. Some have got claws, some have got graspers. Some, are... oh, it's funny. My God, one of them has actually just got a massive, like two claws on it. It's just a single claw. Um, I'm glad that you said that two just... claws. <laughs> so one of them's got a massive movie. He's got a massive personality. Ninth arm. <laughs> we move on to a section called Ooh, send news. <laughs> I don't know if that's what? actually going to be the little. Um... There was a lot of interference then. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, we'll cut that back. By out. you. Fuck <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> so this is Send News. Um, so this is a little bit of our news show. So little uh, titles that have come up. in the our, our, Oh, let me start again. Articles that have come up in the week. I am fucking losing it right now. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read up some articles. These have come out in articulated lorries this week. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so this was correct as the eighth, as of the eighth of November, uh, twenty twenty, that I got these from. Coming up to today, which is uh, the twelfth. Um, these are just some of the little highlights um, that have been in the last few days. Uh, the first one being Starfield is releasing on Game Pass day one. Um, so this is Bethesda's next game. Is Starfield. anyone surprised? Anyone here surprised? I mean, anyone here surprised for the seventy-five million they spent? On? <laughs> I still, 
I'm not surprised, <laughs> but it's still big news. Like, Starfield is a big one that everyone's been waiting for. And for them just to turn around and go, oh, yeah, by the way, it's on uh, Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate straight away when it comes out. Yeah. It's like, that's still pretty cool. That's that's still newsworthy. But, yeah, I, I agree. It's not Definitely. exactly... News. Unexpected <laughs> news. It is news, mate. It's not unexpected, is what I was going to say. Um, second thing, no I'm one gonna... expects the Microsoft news. Yeah. <laughs> Our chief weapons expert. So the next one is a little bit of what we touched on earlier, which was Mass Effect Legendary Edition arrives in spring 2021. Are any of you getting? I'm this one? so excited, so excited. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't actually wait. And what I'm hoping they do now is a legendary edition of Dragon Age as well. Oh, that would just be like, that would be phenomenal. But Mass Effect, Commander Shepard, like that is one of my all-time favourites. Up there with Dino Crisis, one of my all-time favourite <laughs> Dino Crisis. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I never, that I never game going through all the way to the end and being able to play it all in one go. So essentially just playing it as one long game is going to be amazing. Like yeah. so many, like such a roller coaster ride of emotions as well. I mean, we won't talk about the very original ending to third that they had to patch because it was shit. <laughs> but other than that, really great game. <laughs> yeah, I, I never played them. I've never played them. I did have the second one, um, which disgustingly I did play um, for a little bit, but I didn't give it the full love and attention, and I didn't play the the uh, prequel to that, which uh, again Me is very neither, disgusting. Actually. Um, yeah, that I'm, is I'm gonna add so to that news play. as well, Carl. Um, Go for it. So on the same day that they've announced, which was November seventh, and uh, seven day, uh, the same day that they've announced a remaster for the um, for the trilogy, uh, they've also confirmed that they are currently working on the on a brand new Mass Effect game. So that is actually in the works in development, ah. and we should be hopefully. I'm hoping that they give us like a little bit of a tease in like Game Awards this year or something. But That'd yeah, be cool. it's been confirmed. They gave a teaser yeah. image, didn't they, of a, a sand skimmer ship yeah. Uh, yeah. with a crew getting out of it. I'm hoping, the biggest thing I'm hoping for it, obviously it's going to be a Mass Effect game. I loved Andromeda. Don't ask me why people <laughs> hated it. I know it was glitchy and stuff at the beginning. I loved Andromeda but, too. Like, it was a, like, if you gave it time and you waited for the patch, it was a great game. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but it was classic EA releasing a game that's broken or forcing Bioware to release a game that's broken. Um, they never did that again after that. <laughs> no, they didn't learn from their mistakes. Um, and Anthem happened for Bioware. Um, hopefully it won't happen with the next Dragon Age. I digress. Anyway, so they took the Sand Skimmer. The thing that I'm hoping the most for out of this Mass Effect game is the ability to choose your race like what abilities you want as well like to create a fully original character um like i wouldn't mind if that character had like certain personality a bit like the inquisitor in dragon age inquisition you know like there was certain stuff that it did but ultimately you could be any race like i i would love that yeah Hmm. Uh, yeah i mean i've never played dragon age no i did i played a little bit of origins and i fucking hated it so I'm so sorry, um, but too. I am looking forward to the Mass Effect trilogy. Like I've I've wanted to play them for a while, and then I've always been like, oh, it's a lot of time. But now with this remaster coming out, I'm 100% on board, and I'll I'll see it through to the end. Because um, I know it's a I'll proper like space it. opera. It's amazing. Yeah, 
Yeah, cool. Um, so next on the list of news, um, I was hoping we'd have an, another guest for this one because it would have been quite interesting to see their their views on it. Um, but Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War fans are upset over the PlayStation exclusives. So PlayStation have already got an exclusive zombie mode called Onslaught, but now there's more PlayStation exclusives and apparently the fans aren't too happy with it. Um, so these extras include um, tier skips for players that bought the Battle Pass bundle, 25% weapon experience for PlayStation players that run together in parties, an exclusive double experience weekends, and two additional loadout slots for multiplayer. Um, I mean, that's business, isn't it? I suppose. Like, Sony yeah. have got the exclusive rights. If you want those, then get a PlayStation. If you don't... It's the same thing... Same yeah. thing with uh, Square Enix saying that Spider-Man is going to be an exclusive for the Avengers game for um, PlayStation. Yeah. Everybody just went crazy for a bit, and then, well, I mean, yeah, the whole game, like, the whole game is is gone to shit now. But yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> we won't talk about Avengers. <laughs> yeah, but um, because it's a life service, and this is what happens to life service games, anyways. They if take like three, four years to become good games. But but yeah, everybody got crazy, and then. Everybody just forgot about it and bought the game, anyways. Yeah, I mean, I um, I I think if we liked the game more, and we were more excited about Call of Duty, I think we'd have something more to say. But you know, I'm, I don't think it's necessary because it's been accused that it's uh, pay to win. Just if you've got a PlayStation, you you've you've won the multiplayer online apparently. Because I can got see where people bits. are coming from with that. Yeah, but I mean, two I'm not going to lie. Two additional loadouts, and like if you've got your favourite guns, it's I, tier skipping, tear skipping. That I can That's kind what of they're understand. talking about. Yeah, I can kind of because you can that. buy tier skips. Yeah, and so by 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 having a PlayStation, uh, if you've got PlayStation Four, but by having a PlayStation Four, you get. More. I now can skip ahead of people. Yeah, or I've bought a PlayStation Five. I can now skip ahead of people. I fell out of love with Call of Duty games when I was about. 25 26 when was modern warfare around about that time uh, modern warfare 3 was the last call of duty game i fully played mm. that's why i invested in modern warfare and i loved the campaign of modern warfare but everything else i just thought is shit like to put it in perspective i go online to play games and have fun yeah i don't go online to get stressed because people are killing me in really stupid ass ways Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't go online to like experience cheaters. I don't go online to experience ten-year-olds telling me they're fucking my mum. I don't like go on for that. I go on to enjoy time with my mates. Call of Duty is toxic. I don't care what anybody says. That's a controversial opinion of mine, but it is a very toxic community. It's an opinion. So you're to say. that's why I won't go near another Call of Duty game. No, I must admit I am not a fan of Call of Duty multiplayer, but this one. Uh, the latest Modern Warfare, I have thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the multiplayer. I don't go on with anyone else. I go on just my own. I mute everyone and I stick a podcast on or I stick a, a bit of music on or something like that in the background. And it's really weird. I love it. I absolutely love that multiplayer. I've played it countless times. I'm not that great, but there's something about it. They just refined it so well for me that I got to enjoy it just as much as an elite pro MLG gamer, um, you know, like I, I, I got a lot out of it, but I agree 
is very, very toxic. The whole COD community. Well, I say the whole COD community, and that's a bit extreme. That's not fair. Um, a lot of the mm -hmm. COD community are very, very 90% of the COD community. Yeah. They, they, it's, it's and I, I will name one word, and I'm probably going to completely and utterly is turn off loads of listeners to our podcast right now. They're going to be like, well, that wiki's a bit of a dick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say one word. Lads. Lads, lads, lads. Oi, lads. <laughs> That's the problem that Call of Duty has. Do you know what? That, I, I know exactly what you mean there. Because I had a group of friends who used to be very like that. I always used to keep quiet in the um, um, in the in the chat um, and when they went into game mode. But yeah, no. they they yeah, used to just I'm aggravate gonna, people. I'm gonna be honest about this as well and say that this is probably what actually threw me off Call of Duty as well. I um, I never used to play that that game. Anyways, that whole franchise has never been for me. Um, like I played some of the campaigns, never given the multiplayer shot uh maybe once or twice in the like the whole lifetime of call of duty but um it was recently when everybody was like on the modern warfare train and got me really excited and um some of our mutual friends uh don't have to like give names that i used to go online with in groups to to try and like get into it see how it feels have some fun you know i do enjoy playing with other people online sometimes if it's like nice and friendly but yeah it gets super toxic like even the people that i consider you know friends uh, they start getting really toxic saying like things that I'll, I'll, I'll be like oh my god like why you know like what why do you think that just because you're a little bit better in a game that gives you the advantage to actually have a go at me and like make fun of me um, or say something nasty that would jeopardize our friendship, you know, like, you don't, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's, that was, I was like, oh my god, no, there's no way I'm, I'm getting back into, not, not with the, like, in general, like, I don't want to play it with anyone, um, I, I would go every now and then and do the war zone just so that, I've done it even with my cousin a couple of times, and it's still, it just ruined the whole experience for me, so, um, mm. I don't think I'm going to be ordering any Call of Duty games anytime soon, to be fair. I mean, that's, that's uh, quite sad. I don't want to alienate people from the podcast either, but it just, I feel like Call of Duty, <laughs> this is my opinion again, feel free to hate on me, um, but don't hate Dino Crisis. Um, <laughs> people are going to boycott it. Call of Duty invites a certain kind of personality. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. it invites a certain kind of personality, and unfortunately, it then we could probably do an entire podcast on gaming. Look and at us, we're getting controversial. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it invites a certain kind of personality, and unfortunately, it brings out the worst side of some good people. Yeah, you know, like, I must admit, I've played it with friends, and I can't personally say that I've ever experienced that. But it must be horrible if you have, and that would put you off any game let alone you know call of duty it would put you off any game i think if you had that experience so yeah. I, f I feel really bad but next time i tell you to do something on destiny you fucking do it <laughs> all right yeah, but so i was literally about to say cal <laughs> we do that that's okay but if you fucking fall down on that jump puzzle again <laughs> hey i wasn't too bad at that i wasn't too no. bad but i wasn't 
It was one of our other mutual friends. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't great. But um, Who still hasn't got Whisper. To be... <laughs> like, I've never got the Whisper, to be fair. But anyway, that's a topic for another day as well. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit about Call of Duty. Um, the next story that I've got is The Medium. Uh, I don't know if you guys know of this one, The Medium, the game yeah. uh, by Bloober Team. Oh, it's Same the, one, did, the one with two two worlds running side by side. Yeah, that the one, one yes. that was meant to be a launch title for Series yeah. X. And that's exactly right, Moby. It was meant to be a launch title. It's now been delayed until next year. Uh, so earlier this week, it was reported that The Medium had been refused classification by the Australian Classification Board, which is quite controversial. Um, but now today... Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so that sounds good in a way because anything because horror... gta was on that level and so was resi 7 yeah i mean i'm i'm like that if it's horror and it's like it's been banned in this i'm like oh oh is it oh go on what's, what's it like what's it got in it um so the developers have announced that the xbox console exclusive is going to be delayed until january 2021 but that also counts for the uh, pc version as well um so it was originally slated for a december 10th release uh, a month after the Series X and S consoles. Uh, the Medium is an ambitious psychological horror game from Bloober Team, known for their work on the Layers of Fear series, Observer, and of course Blair Witch. Um, it will now launch on January 28th, 2021 instead. So, I'm a little I'm bit... I'm not going to lie, I'm glad that that's the case, considering the amount of stuff uh, that's launched this week that I'm playing. Because Medium is a game that I was going to yeah, get on you're launch. you're saying that, it's like I look at it the other way. Like, I I one hundred percent feel that safety and equality and a good working ethic is is vital for any job, um, and I'm, I've got nothing against that. It's the fact that this is another uh, launch title for a console that's now been pushed back. Same with Halo Infinite. Um, same with Cyberpunk. We all know why Halo TV. Infinite did it, though. Yeah, I know why, but like again, these are big. They things should never have showed that that event. No, no, I, 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 one hundred percent agree. But then again, it's like these are your big titles that you're meant to be shipping with the consoles, and now you don't. I'm have gonna, any. um, I know, but I'm gonna flip that on its head. Um, Go on, could have been EA. Oh god. They could have been yeah. useless, pointless, broken titles of really good IPs and EA could have gone, "Now nah, we've said this is the date we're going to release it, so you're going to fucking release it." Yeah, and then BioWare like, true. "Oh my god, I don't want to release it. It's broken. <laughs> you must release it." <laughs> oh no, it's going to fail. Broken. You will not I'll fail. break we're your face if you money. don't get it out. I don't think EA are Okay, from Mr. Master, Master EA, we will do it for you. <laughs> Microsoft have presented Bloober with sock. Bloober is free. <laughs> Whereas Microsoft were like, everyone went, well, that Halo Infinite trailer was shit. And Microsoft went, cool, we'll delay it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. literally what they did. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. <laughs> EA would have been like, well, suck your balls, you're still going to buy it. <laughs> and then people would have bought it still and then been like, why the fuck have I done this to myself? <laughs> I'd love to see a, a, an E3 when it comes back and EA just coming out and going... It's coming out next week. Yeah, that's right. Suck my balls. It's coming out next week. <laughs> Overtime. <laughs> Overtime is what's going to happen. Um, yeah, like that's... Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. The only problem I have... Well, not problem, 
because it's not their fault. It's just the worry of this is another launch title that's not going to happen at launch when it's meant to be helping ship consoles. But like you, the guys need to take the time. They need to take time to make sure they're nice and healthy and everyone's having a good worth ethic. So, you know, if that's what needs to be done, that's got to happen. So, yeah. yeah. Plus, Microsoft don't have anything to lose. No, not really, I they suppose. Game Pass. Yeah. They can... And I think this is, again, like, for years I was an Xbox 360 player and I loved Microsoft Gaming. And then they launched the Xbox One. It was a bit like, oh, you're, you're drifting a little bit. And then I kind of lost the way and I bought a PS4. Well, I got them both at launch, but I kept my PS4 and I actually sold my original Xbox One because I was like, this isn't going anywhere. But, <clears throat> like, I don't want to say that i'm a microsoft fanboy but i'm definitely a fan again you know like because of what they're doing and it was in phil spencer's i think it was phil spencer that said like they just want to bring games to gamers yeah and that was something like sony had never said sony are like we want to bring games to our ps5 and phil spencer was like we've got all these studios it doesn't mean we're going to limit them to one thing mm. yeah no that's, that's a very good point and uh, that's that's why I'm a fan. But also, they're not EA. Um, <clears throat> and anyone from EA, if you're listening, don't fucking listen. You're useless. <laughs> also, I'd just like to apologise if there's any background noise. Um, my fan has just kicked into full gear. So it sounds like a nice. jet engine taking off. So I do apologise. if. Uh, yeah, Cal, you're a man. If you can't do it, no one can. Hey, Cal. Hey, Cal. <laughs> I was being a fan as well. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, really. Save your jokes, Grandad. <laughs> Hashtag dad joke. I'm allowed to make them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're the only one of us who actually has kids at the moment. So, yeah, you true. can make the dad true. jokes if you want. The final thing that I'm going to bring up is uh, from Xbox themselves. Which we've talked a lot about in this uh, in this podcast, but this is uh, it's simply a tweet uh, by Xbox themselves, and it reads as the following: <laughs> "We can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X." <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> This has come off the back oh, of sorry. some absolute nutters blowing vape smoke into their into their Xbox Series X to make it look like there's a manufacturing fault. Is that correct? And yes. yes. So they were trying to make it look like they were catching fire on launch to discredit Microsoft a little bit, to cause controversy. <laughs> Um, but the best thing about this whole thing before that Microsoft tweet is that the community were calling these people out like <laughs> and reporters and stuff are going, do you know what that smoke would look like if a console was actually catching fire? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're going to be that, like, if you're going to try and like play that card, just light your console on fire, you idiot. Like, it's like if you're trying to cause such a controversy or get your console returned or whatever you were trying to fucking do, just set the fucking thing on fire. I can just imagine. Don't blow face. I can just imagine these three Stooges types just all sat round going, "You know what we should do? I reckon 
we should blow some smoke <laughs> into there. Oh, we haven't got any smoke. Ah, but we've got vapour fluid. <laughs> Let's get that in there. I reckon we'll get millions back from Xbox. We'll have loads of consoles to sell on the black market. Let's go. <sighs> is it strawberry flavoured? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? <sighs> like, you just... Here, uh, what? Gary, what, what, why, why, why didn't we just set it on fire? <laughs> oh, it's too late now. It's covered in vapour smoke, isn't it? I the can't thing is, the only reason as well it looked like that is because they were blowing the smoke on the like the bottom, the bottom bit of the console, and because of the how the fans um, are 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 made inside the console, they obviously the the venting is all going through the through the top. So they will yeah. blow the smoke on the bottom, and then it rises up. So it looks like it's coming out of the vent, of like the the vent, the venting uh, opening at the top of the console. So mm. I mean, it does look really cool, and maybe it was actually an accident that somebody was sat down next to the console with a vape, and then they blow the smoke have you, out. Have you seen such positive intent? Have you seen positive the picture, Moby? I don't intent. think that was. Well, I don't no, think no, that I've was seen, accidental. I've seen a video of somebody replicating it yesterday when it came out. Somebody <laughs> uh, put up a video and said, "This is how people are doing it," and they um, like took a, a you know a, a big chunk of vape, whatever. Why are people fucking replicating it? Why are they replicating <laughs> it? Microsoft have just said, "Don't do that." <laughs> Well, no, no, that, going on. that look, guy look. was actually on on Microsoft's side, so it was Microsoft retweeted him. Oh uh, right, yeah, saying like uh, because it was a Spanish guy, and he was saying like all all the people that are um, showing Xbox Series X uh, catching fire and, and and smoke and stuff, it's not true. This is how they're doing it, and he was showing people how they're doing it. Right. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm saying like the way it looks. It may have been that somebody accidentally blew some smoke close to the bottom of the console and realized it was rising from the top and is like, oh, good idea. Mm. And then the, the the sequence that you've just said, they're like, yeah, let's make money out of that. Yeah. Your base. Fucking set it on fire or not. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, you want to get your money back? Set it on fire. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because... Um, that was the last bit of the news, isn't it? That you um, wanted it to put out. But there is one small I've piece. Got, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a piece. Oh, well. fucking hell. Who's, what's this now? That You don't boycott the BBC. Uh, you so, be like, oh, Barn away. You forgot to read this bit out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Cal, you can't be the only one sending news every week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got to send I, news I to each at other. Least, at least right. one, one piece. One piece. Uh, yeah, no, I think I've got one piece. We'll do two pieces. Yeah. Moby, you go first. Yeah, but I'm I'm afraid we're probably going to be talking about the same thing. Is it by <laughs> any chance involving Phil Spencer talking about a certain game? No. Oh no, it's not. Okay, you go. Good. Ooh. Okay. So Phil Spencer. Um, I saw the news title. Uh, funny enough, and then I was scrolling through my YouTube feed and I saw the actual interview, and I'm like, oh wait a second, I'm actually going to watch that. And um, he was just having a normal interview with uh, GameSpot. Talking Can I just about hold you there? Of... Yeah. This is not while you're recording this podcast, is it? Uh, no, no, no. You... That was yesterday. Oh, I was going to say, you bastard. <laughs> it's while no, we're that... recording this podcast and you're just like, oh, I'll just flick through YouTube. No, so... no, don't worry. No, I'm joking, um, <laughs> uh, no, that was last night. And uh, I think it was posted last night. Um, yeah, so having having a normal interview talking about like Xbox services, future of gaming, you know, all sorts of stuff. 
and then uh, the the guy that was interviewing him drops like a small um, question, just not expecting anything from Phil Spencer, and the answer was actually really surprising. So he was, um, they were talking about Bethesda and like upcoming games, and the guy mentions like one of the most anticipated games that we haven't heard anything from uh, recently is Elden Ring, the one that's made by From Software, and it's in. Um, um, it has like two really big writers, one of which is R.R. R. Martin uh, from obviously Game of Thrones. Um, and a lot of people haven't heard. I completely them. forgotten about this. Yeah. And it's a, it's a huge game. Like a lot of people have really been anticipating it. Uh, and Phil Spencer very casually says, oh, yeah, I've actually been playing quite a bit from that game. It is one of the most ambitious games from um, I can't remember the name of the developers. But yeah, one I'm of the most. No, it's uh, so from software. I think is the publisher. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, he said it's it's one of their most ambitious games that I've I've played. But yeah, I've been I've been playing it um, recently a lot. I can't say anything about it, obviously. But yeah, I've been playing it. So he's been uh, <laughs> hands on with Just Elden chilling. Ring. What, <laughs> That's what, basically his what answer. What a job he lives. Yeah, That's basically so, his so answer of just sitting yeah. back and going, "Oh, Elden Ring. I oh, completed it, mate." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So a, a lot of people are like, okay, so the game is actually playable now. So that means that we're potentially going to be getting a lot of information about it. Well, at least some information about it um, pretty soon. Again, expect it uh, in um, um, Games Award, Game Games Awards uh, in December. I think this was the one that I I remember seeing the trailer at an E3 once, and I think I like went and took a drink or something. So I missed the From Software bit come up. And I looked up, I was like, oh, this DLC for Shadow of Mordor. Oh. Because <laughs> it looks so much like Lord of the Rings. It's like, it oh, does, there's yeah. a there's a DLC or is it is it a new a new Mordor or what? Elden Ring. What? Um <laughs> But yeah, like I'm I'm quite interested to see George River Martin. Um George Martin. Um I think it'd be quite interesting. But after he no, it wasn't. It was Guillermo del Toro. I'm getting them mixed up. Why am Why am I getting them mixed up? I was going to say he, he vowed never to do a game. No, it was George R. R. Martin because he said that video games sort of took over his life um, in his younger years and he said he has nothing to do with video games anymore and he won't have anything to do with them. And then he was like, here you go. I'm writing a video game. Story. But yeah. Get on crazy go on in wiggy what's your story so um it's an interesting bit about ubisoft actually listening to the community pretty much immediately after um they'd launched assassin's creed so um essentially this short story is in assassin's creed um like origins like um odyssey there's a group of people you need to assassinate them it's kind of the premise of the game um one of the people in valhalla one of the people that you need to assassinate in Valhalla had this description. Okay? If you don't want a spoiler of a description, sorry. Um, horribly burned in a childhood accident. Irfawine, I think I got that right. Old, ye oldy names. Uh, is terrified someone will see her disfigured face. She relieves her fury with bursts of violence. Uh, accessibility groups have come out and said... You know, it's okay for you know people to be burned um, and that sort of thing. But the language you've used here is a language of uh, ableism. 
Because if you think about it, people think, oh, someone's burned in the face, they're going to want to hide it. Yeah. And what Ubisoft have done there is that's the way they've worded it. But I think, like, hats off to Ubisoft. They could have, like, ignored that, or they could have come out with, you know, well, at the time, in medieval times, um, that would be a normal reaction. If you watch this film and this film and this film set in those times, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. They came out, thank you so much for pointing this out. We apologise for unintentionally reinforcing ableism through this use of language. We will remove this language in an upcoming update. And oh. they have hu- they have received huge kudos for just doing that. Good for guys. For just responding, accepting responsibility and do that. So I just wanted to bring that one up. Good guys, Ubisoft. Get on then. I think that brings us to the end of the show. Um, is there anything that you guys want to bring up before we go? A little before we go section. Is there anything that you guys are planning on playing this before week? Before we go. Before we go section. So, if you haven't played it already, definitely play Dino Crisis. Yo. <laughs> Fuck off with your Dino Crisis. That's good. That, as you're probably aware, that's probably going to be a running joke for the whole thing. So. Yep. Just let him have it. Just probably. let him have this one thing, viewers. Or listeners. Just let him have that. Yeah, I have Dino Crisis and Cal has failing to record episodes. <laughs> and on that note, um, Moby, what are you going to be playing this week? Do you reckon? Uh, I'm going to be playing. I'm I'm a bit jealous that people in other parts of the universe have gotten hands on with PS5s and PS PS5 and games, PS5 games. So. I think what I was thinking to kind of like, you know, balance the jealousy is get myself a PlayStation 5 game and just play, play it on my PS4 for now. So I'm going to go with something simple. I think I'm going to go for Sackboy, Big Adventure. Um, it does look very appealing and it's online multiplayer. So I think I'll buy that and, and play it just so that I can uh, stop being jealous of people playing PS5 games. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm technically playing a PS5 game, but just on the PlayStation 4 for now. It's a good way of doing it. Good way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Moby, um, is there anything else that you're going to be playing this week? Or just Sackboy? Mm, bit of Destiny 2, hopefully. That's what we wanted to hear. Bit of Destiny 2. We'll see you there. Yeah. And yeah. Wiggy, what are you going to be playing this week other than Dino Crisis? De- oh, I wish I could play Dino Crisis. Uh, <laughs> Destiny 2. Nice. Definitely. Nice. I've got this, obviously, i got one more day of work tomorrow, and then i got nine days off. Me so too. I am going to embrace Destiny 2 and Valhalla. Um, I'm actually, I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed that Cyberpunk got pushed back. But having witnessed how big Valhalla is going to be, and realising that it's like, nearly two times the size of odyssey which was massive um i'm kind of glad i've got extra time before cyberpunk comes out yeah so my big focus at the moment is going to be playing on um valhalla um and then playing destiny 2 and then when i want a break to do something stupid i'm gonna boot up spore nice nice or super smash bros because i still need to uh, i need to add you yes you do we will do that after this show um I'm probably going to be playing a bit of Smash Brothers then, but I'll also be playing some more Borderlands. Um, nice. 
and probably the same as you guys might do a bit of destiny 2 a uh, bit of battlefront i've got a few things to play on the xbox uh game pass section at the minute so i'll probably hang fire a little bit on destiny 2 but i'll be interested to see what you guys think of it next week um and of course hades gonna be playing a lot of so yeah that brings nice. us to the end of the show guys thank you very much for joining us all um I was going to say about like questions and stuff, like if people had questions, but we'll see how many views we get first, and then we might look at opening up a, a question and answer thing. Question um, answer. Question answer thing. You know. What's your favourite food? <laughs> my favourite food is beans on toast. It's not. Uh, my favourite food is ramen, if anybody was interested. Oh, nice. Mine's, mine's chicken korma, if that helps. Moby? Steak. Oh, good choice. <laughs> Steak. Yes. <laughs> so sure. At the end of every episode, we'll just have a random facts section yeah. <laughs> until we do the Q and A. What's your fact this week? I peed myself. Oh, thank you. Right <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, it's the first time in five minutes. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us, dear listeners, and we hope to see you next week. Bye bye. Stay safe. Bye. Keep on gaming. Bye. <laughs>